This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to another edition of Millwall podcast. Um, our guest tonight, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you will already see them. Or if you've seen the previews, um, you'll already know. And the uh, uh, secret videos as such, um, the little teaser videos, you'll know exactly um, who he is. Um, this man... He's probably the go-to man, really, for anything ceremonial, um, anything what needs some ceremonial planning, respect to the highest levels. Um, this man needs no further ado apart from this is the fellow with the beard, the white hat, who stands in front of Colblow Lane at the beginning of every November with his arms up in the air going, oh, we got a one and only bomber. Hello, fella. How are we doing? I'm doing well, mate. About three years it's taken to get you on the show. Um, and finally, we've got you. Um, we've been pals for a while now. Um, you are the man um, who gives me all my my military understanding of what I want. Um, so, yeah. Look, what we do is we're getting to this um, straight after this. So uh, we're kick straight in with part one straight after this little tiny interlude. Um, and it'd be much better if I'd aligned the clip right up. But we'll be right back after this. There we go. Um, so, yeah, let me, let's explain. Where do, where, where do we explain? Because it's been a good few years now since you got in. So, um I think let's go back to the beginning was we had a conversation or I think it was with Nigel when we had a conversation about um, you boys doing the Albert McKenzie um, presentation to yeah. one of your, um, your chief gunner or your, your best gunner. And you wanted to know whether or not you could do it at the pitch. Um, I think that's probably about four or five years ago now, isn't it? Four years uh, ago. It was 2016. Christ, six yeah, years ago. Years, yeah. Jesus, is it been that long? Oh, I suppose it was because I was, for those who didn't know, I was fan on the board. Um, about then. 
Um, and yeah, I've done it then, Christ, six years ago. So basically, we had a conversation. Um, we're doing a presentation for Albert McKenzie at the Albert McKenzie statue, and we'd like to do something with you guys if we could. And it just so happened that the day you were doing the Albert McKenzie, the next day was the Remembrance game. And I said, how many you got? And you went, how many do you want? (laughs) And that was when, um, yeah, the the Remembrance stuff has escalated from there. But, yeah, it seems mad that one phone call um, and, you know, we're powers with, we, we, you know, we constantly fucking talk throughout the year. Um, you've done some massive things in that time. Um, you know, you've done the Jubilees, um, you know, Treatment of Colour. Um, you've done Garden Buckingham Palace, the Queen. Um, you've taken Prince Philip on his final journey. You've taken Her Royal Highness on her final journey. Um, no doubt you'll be involved in the coronation of the king um, next year. No doubt you'll probably be involved in doing something with the queen's birth- with the king's birthday next week. Um, but more importantly, you're at Millwall this weekend. Oh, and you'll be at the senator next weekend, as you do every year. Um, it's just a benefit you're a Millwall fan, but. I mean, that's my side of it. What's your side of it? Oh, you say, remember going back. We we were coming a couple of years before um, you were you a fan on the board and got hold of me randomly. I put something on Twitter saying, oh, "I'll come up to the den this weekend," and you pinged me on Twitter and went, "Fancy laying a reef," and it's just escalated from there. And that first year, it always you know a, a special place in my heart of. I, I remember coming round, putting that that wreath behind the behind the goal on Cold Blow Lane, and I just caught out the corner of my eye, looked at you, and you're going, "Get off the pitch, get off the pitch," and I thought, "Nah, <laughs> nah, I'm not doing. It. I've, I've only got one t- one attempt at this, and that was it. I, I just let it roar, and people have been asking me back ever since. So, well, you're first on the list every time back, um, and. I, it, those who know me know that um, I come up with some real fucked up ideas, right? And and then what I do is I find people, AMS, um, when I was fan on the board, I had people wrap around me what people don't know. I had various WhatsApp groups with um, very respected uh, Millwall fans who I put things through and, and to make decisions and, I don't feel right about this. What do you feel? So I've always wrapped myself around people to be able to to make the ideas come through. I'm good at that. I'm not necessarily good at, at making them happen if I haven't got the skill set. And your knowledge is obviously military, um, and I've got no real understanding. I've learned a lot over six years, but I've got no real understanding about the hierarchy, the authority, the you know, who, who's in command, who does this, who's that. So on a match day, and so let's let's go for the beginning. So basically from June the 20th or thereabouts, when fixture days come out, we 
talk all year round, but we we talk on fixture day, and um, we basically once we know what the fixture is, we then plan the day as close as we can, and then we start saying, right, who do we want? So you'll go, well, I'll, I'll bring a load of ours. We're going to do the presentation. And then we go for Army. Then we go for Navy. Um, this year and last year, we basically put it out to Millwall fans. Any serving, they get first call. Um, and then we fill it up from there. But I give you ideas. And I say, this is what I want to do. And then I get, not going to happen. Or that's achievable. I can do that. So, I mean... <laughs> Some people think I'm a fucking nightmare, which I am to a degree, but we can go into that on a different show about that because hopefully that will be getting sorted soon. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what's your your take on um, on how we, we do things? And, I mean, we'll talk about Mel in a little bit but because people probably don't understand what she does either, but we'll talk about Mel in a bit. But how how um, what's your thoughts on on what we do, how we, how we pack it. <laughs> well, I say, I normally get you phoning me up going, right, I want a, a jet pack coming in and oh, I want something really random to, to happen. Uh, and we, we just try and within the constraints of what we could do and we just try and make it uh, as, uh, what's what I try and think the word, as uh, intimate as we can with that amount of people to, to have that connection and you know just just having a, a walk around at the beginning during the whole day and in the amount of people that just come up and you know, shake me hand and say hello you know have a two three minute chat you know it just stop me anytime have a chat I'll, I'll you know I'm quite a I'll say quite a humble fella you know I, I don't I thought you were going to say handsome fella then I was going to say <laughs> fucking hell no, you know. <laughs> we can't have two good looking bastards on this show do you know what I mean come on <laughs> you know I, I'll, I'll stop and chat literally stop and chat to anyone um, uh, and you know we've all got one 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 common love and and, and that's the club um, admittedly you know I can't get up as, as much as I want to Um and hopefully I can start doing that a bit more soon. So, yeah, I uh, I look forward to this time of year every year. You know, not only to to, to remember various people that I know and and uh, have lost and, and people who uh, we've got to look back for the remembrance game, but you know, just the hospitality from from everyone at the Den is always amazing. Yeah, I mean, um, especially last year and this year, Millwall. Um, because it's now the way it is. I mean, let's let's just a special shout out to the club. I think we need to, you know, Definitely. special shout out to the club. Um, special shout out to you know Billy Taylor. We might not see eye to eye on everything, but on this, he basically um, allows me and Mel. Mel does all the the poppy side of it. So all those boxes you see of the poppies walking round, she builds all them. She makes them all together. She basically runs that side of it like a military operation. And worse. without her, yeah, worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you, Mel. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's unbelievable. Those of you who know Mel, um, you know, through different channels, you've met her or whatever, you'll know what we're saying is that she, you cut her in half 
she's Millwall through and through. She she bleed Millwall. She is Millwall, and what she wouldn't do for this club um, is is you could write on a postage stamp. Do you know what I mean? It is, um, and we share the same passion for the club. You know, we might not agree with everything, but the club let us run Remembrance Day. So the club basically come to us. How many tickets do you need? How much parking do you need? Where you know do the guys need to get changed? Um, right, what you're doing? They don't necessarily find out exactly what we're doing till probably two days before the event. We know the time scales because we've done it every year. Um, we've got our bugler. We're one of the only people who do a live bugle on the pitch, um, and we're probably one of the only clubs who have loads of 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 service. But we have to jump through hoops as well because obviously current climate security concerns and you know, safety concerns and stuff like that. But <clears throat> it's good, though, and it? Last year was good. My my crazy idea last year um, of putting people around the pitch um, just worked. Um, and we do it again this year. But I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll put it out now so that people can come back to me in years to come and go, well, when's it going to happen? One year, I, ideally, I want the Marine Band, but I might not be able to get that. But I'm telling you, one year... I will have a fucking band march from the blue up to the ground and then fucking do something out, you know, in the car park before the game. And then we'll have them around the pit or we'll have them near the pitch or something to, to fucking, you know, God save the King or God, you know, Royal Britannia or something before the game, before the last post at some point in the future, that is my dream to have, uh, you know, the brass band as such from uh, a military band, um, to yeah. do because I just think that you know we need to make it you know better and better every year. It's a pipe dream. Will it ever happen? I've got no idea. I've been I've been saying it for the last six years. Always <laughs> hope, <laughs> and it's been getting bigger and bigger every year. Um, and yeah, but no, I, I don't think there's any other club like us. So no, no. Um, on on a there's quite a few lads, uh, Navy lads that come up with us every year. Um, and, and some go and some come back and the ones that come back or, or it's not even that come back. The, the amount of times every single time they all go, what an amazing weekend. And, you know, they, these might be some real, real hated us for years. Like most people do. And then they come and they come to a game and a special remembrance game. And then they walk away and they go, why, why have I hated Millwall for so many years? And now they even they normally text me and go, cheeky win or, or another draw or whatever, because they've secretly got an eye on them just watching. And, and they, we've got a special place in people's hearts. As much as, no, that's it. you know, especially, especially armed forces. And, and just the respect that we get is from everyone in the club. It's just amazing. It is amazing. So, tell us about you then, Bomber, because you were supposed to come out not long ago and you fucking signed back up for a few more years. So, within reason, I know you probably can't tell us too much, but what is it? What's, what do you do in the Navy and how many years have you been in and how long you got left and are you going to leave then or are you going to continue some more? <laughs> so, the- so, right, is it, where do I start? So uh, I joined in 97. Um, Why did you join? So, why? 
Yeah. Um, military family. Uh, it, it, me, me dad was in the Falklands. My stepdad was in the Falklands. Um, actually, my stepdad's down in the Falklands. Um, going back for the first time uh, in 40 years. Uh, he was a Royal Marine down there. Me, me dad was, uh, was a sailor down there on um, with, within uh, uh, back of helicopters. Um, so, yeah, my granddad was in the Navy. You know, I come from a from a military family, um, and it was either that or, well, <laughs> do nothing. So I thought, you know, I'll go sign up. So off I went, trundled off, and say twenty five years later, I'm uh, I'm still serving uh, and and being really really lucky with things that I've um, that I've been involved in and and, and done. Uh, you know, Iraq was pretty shit, but. You know, you got to take the rough with the smooth sometimes, but to to be within the ceremonial. So, uh, as a as a gunner in the navy, we we're drill instructors as well. So, um, I had a bit of an inkling, bit of a passion for for being a drill instructor. So, I took my Full little jacket. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might edit that bit right in now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I, I I took my. When, when I'm not at sea, my shoreside uh, career down down the ceremonial world, uh, and and to be involved with with some of the stuff that I've been involved in, it's just been been amazing. Um, everything from the Diamond Jubilee, uh, going back ten yeah ten years ago, um, going back before then, I was involved with the Olympics uh, in 2012 um, with this with the ceremonial side of that. Um, it, <sighs> You know, I'm trying to remember half the things I've done, uh, especially going into 2014, which was the the start of the the centenary stuff for um, First World War, uh, and then uh, going into the Gallipoli 100, where I went out to Turkey to um, Gallipoli to do the the the, 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 the big parade there, um, and then coming all the way up to. So the end of the end of the First World War stuff, so the 2018, um, being heavily involved with that, uh, and then D Day 75 to guard in the Royal Palaces. Um, How was that? With a card. Do you know what? Uh, mm-hmm. One of the best things I've ever done is march on the forecourt of Buckingham Palace. March out from um, Wellington Barracks, where, where you start, across into Buckingham Palace, with flying out the Royal Navy's colours. Um, it, you know, just the troops around us march through those gates, knowing that there's circa fifteen, twenty thousand people all coming to see, you know, me, <laughs> you know, and, and the navy, the rest of the navy is where you look at it, um, and and to be there guarding, you know, the boss, our sovereign, uh, was was an amazing, an, an amazing uh, thing to do, uh, and in, that was only the second time the navy had ever done it. So being well, in history, in history, yeah. Wow. Uh, so the first time we done it was in 2017, um, and uh, one of the other guys who was um, uh, heavily, well, my opposite number in the office, uh, he's coming up on Saturday as well. To, uh, I've tried to convince him over the last couple of years. Go, come to the den, come to the den, you'll love it. Uh, and uh, yeah, a guy called Sam Gore, another chief. He's um, he's coming up with me. Uh, this weekend, 
tweeze there and um you know we get we go from um uh go on the palaces and then unfortunately covid hit um but we put those two years to the side no one cares about that anymore uh and then uh unfortunately during that period duke of edinburgh passed so myself and sam um we heavily involved in that so we, we were uh uh winter castle done the done the uh, funeral for that um we come out of that and then uh all started then taking off with all the jubilee this year and i literally haven't stopped from being in windsor for the royal windsor horse show to beat and retreat on horse guards um i was over in the isle of man doing parades over there and then uh yeah september the the 8th or 9th or whatever it was it kind of hit and um, that, that was always remember it. Uh, that was a Thursday evening, and believe it or not, that was the last time I watched TV for twelve days. Um, and uh, yeah, those those who didn't know, you went basically into secure buildings, and you were basically away from everyone, um, planning, planning, planning. Um, you know, there was. We had loads of conversations in in between them, loads of voice messages, loads of bits and pieces. Um, but I think I'll say it, and, and loads of people will come up and say it to you at the weekend. But knowing that you were taking our queen, her royal highness, on her final journey, I knew it was going to be perfect, and I don't think there was any. Proud a moment seeing you. I knew you'd done Prince Philip because obviously we talked, mm. you were there, I knew where you were, and I saw you and all that. But doing the Queen was different. Um, the fact that Millwall fans took it, but I, I think that it was, I was so proud to see you there and call you a pal and seeing you right there. And it was just a fantastic moment. I mean, it's weird because we've got. We've got a mutual friend who, through through doing this, so I'm not going to mention, but we've got a few, mutual friend who was on the London Bridge planning side of it, and they done that, and then you doing the other side, and it was like two Millwall fans are, are involved in in planning this, making sure that things went perfectly, and massive respect, Bomber. You fucking you you done a blinding job, mate. Your boys. Um, I know they were trained to an inch of their life, and I know that this has been planned for years. Um, but you never want that 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 call to um, to stand up for this. But fucking so proud, mate! So proud that you did you did the country, you did every one of us um, because you are part of the Millwall family. You've done us so proud, mate! Really, really proud, Thanks, mate. mate. Appreciate that. There was um, we you say the Thursday it happened. The Friday was just a let's sort the admin out, and then Saturday, seven hundred six and a half, seven hundred troops turned up, and then it was all splitting down to all the different things we had to do. And in my my job, um, along with five of five of us uh, drill instructors, um, was our job to teach. Sorry, six of us, yeah, me and five others, uh, and to teach the the gun carriage. Um, so it was one hundred and thirty eight uh, sailors. So the ones that you see with the blue collars and things, um, six officers and then f- four of us 
uh, out the six uh, as the the, the chiefs um, and one warrant officer to, to to pull the gun carriage. So it was 148. So um, for having the pressure of it, um, you know, we, we we've been say training for it for years. We we've been uh, preparing for it for years, but for it to actually happen, and then we kind of worked out in our heads it's going to be around about four billion people watching. So all of a sudden you've got the pressure of pretty much half the, the the world watching. And if that gun carriage isn't perfect, then it's, we've ruined history. You know, we'd always look back and they'll go, Oh, you know, they, they didn't quite do that right. They weren't good enough, et cetera, et cetera. And um, that, that, that pressure in the first three or four days was, was, was quite a lot. Um, and then we then just settled into it, working from six in the morning till 10, 11 o'clock at night, just drill, drill, eat, sleep, drill, just constant for for a few days. Uh, and then I think it was day six, day five into day six, um, we then went up into town um, into Westminster and done an overnight rehearsal um, where there was quite a few issues should we say it didn't quite go smoothly um but if anyone wants to know about some some bits and pieces just come and stop me around the den and uh, i'll tell you when we went Won't be public. We went <laughs> uh, it was quite funny uh go as, much, as much as we'd love the exclusive unfortunately his job's more important <laughs> yeah uh, and then and then the day came. Uh, we left Portsmouth at, uh, it was round about 11, half 11 at night, uh, all piled onto coaches. Um, REF come from where they were coming. Place escort or? Uh, it was dead of night. So we, we went into Heston services and then um, and then we were then pulled forward into, into Wellington Barracks where we were held there because they, they were shutting London down. So... Mm couldn't get in so we had to get in early um so yeah so we're laying on seats and floors and just trying to get a couple of hours kit um and then that was it 9:44 step off always remember it 9:44 step off march down to um palace of westminster or bottom of uh, big ben picked up the gun carriage and then that was it the rest is history um it was the mix of emotions of proud, emotional, because of what was going on. Um, I just turned my phone off, left it in the uh, on the coach, and just head down do a job. And it, it was an amazing experience to be part of. It was one of those you, you don't really want to do it, but at the same time, you would never miss it. Um, and. Those that know that there, there was a, a little special part of uh, of the club, also on parade, um, which which we've got we've we've got a few little bits and pieces what we got planned. Which those of you in Coldblow Lane end, um, and those of you who come and see Bomber beforehand um, will know. You know, just turn around and say, "What's the secret then?" And and they'll show you. But those of you in Coldblow Lane, all I'd say is. Once you see the geezer with the white hat and the beard coming towards you, make sure you get the camera out. Um, because what he's going to show you, he took on his journey with the Queen. Um, because 
he wanted he wanted us to be with him on the journey that we stand with him, uh, even though we're not there. But um, in spirit, every one of us um, was standing with you on that day. Um, it was a mad mad thing. It was you. It, it wasn't my mad idea this day. You suddenly <laughs> come up with you come up with a mad idea at the um, at the eleventh hour and went, Mick, do you reckon you could do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, I, I said I don't know if I'd be able to sort it with the club because I think it would be too hard work. I said, but I've got something here what we could probably use. And it was like, all right, do so. Yeah, post office next day delivery. Send it down, and then um, yeah, it, it was it was done. If you if you saw the stuff around the Queen, you'll see we did a couple of teaser videos then, um, and we put a couple more teaser videos out um, tomorrow and Saturday morning probably. Um, you should be able to figure it out, but yeah, it'll make you proud, um, and it should make you proud that we were standing with Bomber um, on that day. And it makes some of the cryptic. Um, posts what I posted around then um, make sense um, to everyone on that day. So, yeah. Um, tell us a bit about this gun carriage because it's not it's not modern. This this is this is part of history in itself, isn't it? What you guys have been looking after for a while. I know it's gone in to be built now because there's no risk of anyone else potentially um, going in a minute. So I know that it's been. Um, refurbished and everything else, but tell us about the gun carriage. Yeah, so it was, it was decommissioned or didn't actually have service during the Second Boer War in uh, the late eighteen hundreds, uh, and then it was converted into a um, into a funeral uh, gun carriage. So it had a cat felt put on the back, um, and believe it or not, it was quite revolutionary at the time because it had rubber tires. Um, one of the first gun carriers to ever have it. Um, they normally have metal, metal, yeah, trim. metal or uh, or wooden. Uh, and Queen Victoria didn't like the sound of the, the metal or the wood going across the cobblestone, so she went, Sort that out. I want to, don't want to hear the noise of that. So, someone come up with a revolutionary idea to put rubber tires on it. Um, and then that gun carriage carried uh, Queen Victoria on her final journey. Um, and back in 1901, a uh, really cold morning, uh, King Street Royal Horse Artillery was stood there with the gun carriage. Uh, a big naval guard was next to him from uh, men from HMS Excellent. Um, and because it was cold, the, the horses got a little fright. They bucked and broke the lines. So uh, a lieutenant looked at an admiral, said, uh, we can do that. So they fashioned a load of ropes. We nicked the gun carriage off the army uh, and we've held it ever since. Um, and ever since Queen Victoria's uh, funeral, uh, where the Navy pulled her for the first time, uh, the king at the time then turned around and said, from then, the Navy will have the honour of pulling the monarch on their final journey uh, on this gun carriage. And that that particular gun carriage that uh, Her Majesty was on um, last month, that carried Queen Victoria... King Edward VII, King George V, King George VI, Churchill, Louis Mountbatten, and then Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, it was then taken, it's back down in Portsmouth now. Um, it will get refurbished and it's held in HMS Excellent. 
and uh, it, just get ready for the next monarch or next state funeral. Madness. And we continue to have it, yeah. It's madness, that story around the, you know, the, the, the story of why the Navy got involved, um, which I suppose just continues, you know, um, obviously the guy, you guys listening to this won't, won't understand, but the, the banter between the Navy and the Army is in full flow. Um, and you'll see it probably at the weekend, possibly, um, because we've got more Army boys there this year. Um, but yeah, on, on our group chat, um, yeah, the banter's, the banter's definitely there, mate. The, um, yeah, the pretty boys from the Navy and the Army boys sitting there giving it to, you know, you boys come and finish stuff off and we go in and do the real stuff and the banter back and forth is, is unreal. But it's, it, it's great though, because when it's time to do the work, Everyone just does it. Yeah, we, we, within the military, and, and there are, you know, a lot of organisations are like it, but there is a lot of banter. There's We will throw so much shit at each other and, and have banter, but as soon as the time comes, that's it. We're shoulder to shoulder and we're a band of brothers and sisters. And, and we, we don't, we don't, you don't stand there and look after yourself. You look after whoever's to your left of you and to your right of you. And then they will look after you. Um, Pretty much Millwall way, isn't it? Exactly, exactly that. Uh, and and that's and that's how we stand. Uh, and you know we will we will just rip each other to to pieces. But there's a mutual love and respect there. Yeah, there's a mutual love and respect. Um, I think from Millwall fans to armed forces, um, definitely. I just. I just think the day is, is so special. Um, if you're listening, man's if you're looking listening, man's is um, the boys will be with you over next weekend at some point. I'm not going to stipulate what time or whatever it is, but they will be with you at one point. And I hope, as always, you um, don't take a pound note off these boys um, as you've always done. And uh, and there's a free plug for man's um, Just go tell them at the Navy Centre. You might you might get a discount. <laughs> might get a discount. Um, the other question for you, what a lot of fans probably don't know. Um, tell us about Albert McKenzie. Um, because probably loads of Millwall fans have seen the, the strange, and it, it, it's a strange looking um, statue, old metal, um, welded, black eye, you know, blacksmith made and that. But, um, who I know who he was, obviously, but um, yeah. who was he, and <clears throat> what's his connection? And then we can probably explain what, why the connection, why we do the Albert McKenzie presentation now, pitch side. Um, going going forward, we have done for the last six years. So I mean, yeah. So who who was um, Albert McKenzie? Private Albert McKenzie, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Abel Seaman, yeah. Abel so he, he was um, uh, in the in the First World War uh, at the Battle of Zeebrugge. Um He was uh, sent ashore as a machine gunner, um, and he was in a quite a bloody battle with the with the uh, against the Germans. Uh, he was quite badly injured. He was then thrown onto a uh, a stretcher where he didn't want to get on, um, and he had the fight in lion spirit. And he continued to engage the Germans 
on being pulled on a stretcher uh, when he was quite badly, badly injured. Um, and, he, and he didn't want to be pulled on the stretcher. So he kept fighting and kept firing his gun um, to, to, to kill the enemy. Uh, eventually then taken back um, and uh, he was patched up and, and won the Victoria Cross. Uh, or was awarded the Victoria Cross, should we say? Um, he, he then uh, went and received the Victoria Cross from from the King, but unfortunately uh, died a, a few weeks later of um, it was I think it was pneumonia or something. I mean, it was a bad lung condition, uh, and, and unfortunately died. Um, but where the the, the statue is on uh, on Tower Bridge Road, um, he, he lived literally around the corner on on I think it was Decimus Street. He, he lived on there. Uh, he, he was a, a, a Millwall fan, um, and that's how we we got the connection uh, with with a guy called Trev Starkey, um, who was a uh, another gunner, um, and he was based over in HMS President in St Catherine's Dock. And then uh, he was a we bumped into he, he was approached by a guy called Paul O'Keefe, um, who's an ex fusilier, uh, who's massive Matt- Millwall fan as well. Yeah, huge. Um, and it was we we want to make uh, want to do this statue for Albert McKenzie because he, he was like the forgotten Victoria Cross winner. Um, and, and Paul, being being uh, the big hearted fella that he is, wanted to do something. Um, and and we we raised quite a bit of money um, to get the statue. And, and Paul was pivotal. Paul, pivotal. A lot of money. You raised a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and and he, he was relentless for about two, two and a half, three years to, to get to where it is. Um, and I, I was in the office down in uh, in in HMS Collingwood when I when I was based in there with, with the with the section, uh, with the ceremonial section. And um, Nigel Nigel Newport, who uh, comes up with us every year, um, he he popped across and went, "Bomber, you're a Millwall fan." Uh, We've got this connection. Do you fancy coming up? We, we watch a game. We, we're um, we starting to raise some money for the uh, Albert McKenzie. And it- Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It was, uh, hang on, who's Albert McKenzie? Read into it, thought, brilliant, you know, local, local boy as well. Um, and and it's just grown every year ever since. Uh, and and if it wasn't for, uh, say, Paul uh, and Nige Newport and Trev Starkey, and that's just how it grew and grew. And I, I went up and done the uh, the parade for the opening ceremony where we had uh, Lord West uh, there, and basically we, we closed the whole road, Tower Bridge Road, and 
everyone stopped because I was shouting at the top of my voice and I thought, who's this loudmouth twat? So <laughs> it was uh that that was that was uh people's first kind of introduction to me, shall we say, and then uh, and then literally it's just grown legs ever since. Um and we we were growing up every year and then uh, and then yeah you you got hold of me and then it's just grown legs even more so yeah, it's definitely grown legs even more. I mean, yeah, special shout out to um, to Paul and the other guys because they were from the Bermondsey Conservative Club, wasn't it? Bermondsey, uh, Oxford, Bermondsey, Oxford, yeah, They hosted us and looked after us for a very, very long time. We've got a real close connection with them. You know, yeah. you got you got Paul, uh, Fitzy, Wendy, yeah. uh, Dave, and all that. They're they're such a, a great bunch. And and obviously a power of ours as well, Pete, who's um yeah who does bits and pieces for it as well. He is part of that that club as well. But yeah, don't, don't, the Paul and all that, you've got to take hats off to him because he he was relentless, um you know and 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 it works. I mean the council agreed to a plot, um and everything else. But yeah, no, it's this. I can't believe though it's six years, fella. I really can't think it's. So, what's your so far then? What's your most memorable one so far, or is there? Have you got a couple of good memories from it? Because I'm trying to think of a couple of mine as well. Um, I was nervous as fuck the first year. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you were nervous. I didn't know how it was going to go down. I, you know, <laughs> I could have just gone like that, and then all of a sudden, I could have just gone flat on on my ass. But actually, the the, the crowds of every they were mad, didn't they? yeah, yeah, they they weren't expecting it, and and, and there's 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 a couple of uh, YouTube videos videos out from people in other states. Because it was a, the guy we had the first year was another Navy guy, wasn't he? I can't think of his yes. name now. Uh, Alex, uh, Alex, that's it. And he was the first. You and him were the first ones to done it, and you and him went mad that end. And he had his dad in that stand who'd done the That's video, great. and he sent it to me. And then I posted the video, which went viral everywhere. And then other people's videos and stuff come out of it. But yeah, that first one, I I was like, right, yeah, come on in, come on in, off the pitch, off the pitch. And you were just looking at me and just went, and you looked at Alex and you went, fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> And it just went mental, um, which I never expected wouldn't be fair. But the crowd didn't think, and it just that first, I can still see that first day. And I didn't know it six years ago, but I can still feel that first. And it just went boom, and CBL just went fucking boom, and literally it just travelled round the other stands where people knew you were doing something, couldn't necessarily see what you were doing, but they were like all joined in the chants and everyone was singing the same chant at once and it was just mental. Um, And I suppose last year was quite another new thing what we did last year was we, a special shout out to um, Lee Evans and and John Davis, and um, and Terry, a, a guy called TMC, um, who and, and and T, who got the the 
Um, Leon and John got the bench. Um, yeah. uh, T and I think TMC or T got the bench registered with the Imperial War Museum. Um, the company in Northern Ireland that made it husky for paying for the bench. Um, and we'll come on to Husky in a minute. Um, and we're one of the only football stadiums to have uh, a war memorial recognised in their in in their footprint um, by the Imperial War Museum. And last year we brought Lee's. We brought Lee. There's, there's no point saying we brought Lee's family into it because yeah, we did. But we brought Lee um, O'Callaghan, Millwall fan who sadly died uh, in active service in. 2004 and there's a weird story with that which i'll tell you about in a sec um where his family and his flag take a salute from you guys uh on the day now this year we're gonna have his sister and his brother taking the salute um and obviously his flags behind where they stand uh and his brother then lays uh lee's reef behind colbo lane and then we do something with it later on um but how was that? I mean, that I was there next to Danny last year um, and Danny's wife. And, mate, that was emotional. That was something else. Like, it, it, it was to see the, that many soldiers just actually. all saluting and literally just walking up, stopping, salute, off, was just fucking unbelievable. Really unbelievable. It, it, there, there was some... Real keys, I say, special moments on on that day. Um, he, hearing a pin drop in the den when uh, when we have the silence, and then the, the last post goes when Jake that's it, and he, he lets it rip with his bugle. Uh, that's just amazing. And then we 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 come up, go across the. Um, Across the other side of the pitch, and then head down towards uh, the the corner where where uh, Lee's flag is. Um, stop there, and just as as it, I think it's because people know now the last few years of me coming round, people start to roar before the, the, the CBL starts to go before I've even got there, and it just puts a little little smile on my face and the hairs on the back of my neck raise. But as I come round, I could because hear that. Feel that, see that. So, we've got them coming from all sides of the uh, of uh, of the uh, of the den. But I was just focused on right. I've got to get this wreath to, to Danny Lee's brother. I've got to get this wreath because we wanted Lee uh, wanted Danny to to take the wreath um, on behalf of his brother and then put it behind the goal. So I was just so focused, focused, focused. Um, right, I've got to get him this. Don't fall over because we had to a full barrier to get over. I didn't want to trip. So it was stop, salute, give, give him a salute, hand it over, and, and then off we went. And then as we come around, I just looked over and I could just see the rest of the the the, the, the lads and lasses and, and all the troops just stopping, saluting, and paying their respects to um, you know, a, a fellow lion who, who, who we lost in active service. Uh, whose memory, uh, because of the club having his flag up there, and is still alive today. Um, and then from there, the, the the normal kind of stuff we do, um, and, and and being part of that with with Danny was uh, was he was blown away. Um, 
you know, as normal, I always start it. And then I just, if people, you can see if you watch a, a video back, I just take a step back and I, I just let, let Danny take it all in. You know, this was about him and his brother, um, who that was, that was solely what it was all about. Um, and then it was very, very special at the end. And, and there's only, I think it was, I think it was on YouTube and it was only a handful of people. I say a handful, it was probably 15, 20 people there uh, who weren't, servicemen who we went back and picked up all the wreaths and then marched them round to um the bench uh where the last post was sounded again um and it, that 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 was very special that was very intimate um and, and that was for, for us to pay our respects not only to to leo callahan to uh lee rigby as well um and yes. Yeah, very, very, very poignant, very special. Um, and if, if I recommend, if if people want to want to go there, go and pay your respects to that bench and 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 the plaque. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's weird. The story with Lee is this: my my missus lost her best mate. Um, he died young um, in two thousand and four uh, in the let's say November, I'm not 100% on it, but I think it was around that time anyway. Um, and she grew up with him, best mate. Anyway, we used to um, go to visit him in the graveyard um, most weekends, put flowers there, stuff like that. We, you know, especially at the beginning, like you do, you go there regular. And there was a bench um, at the end. I'm not going to mention where the, the cemetery is. Those who know, know. But there's a bench right at the end. And it's probably, it's there's a lot more things there now and all that. But when it was there, there was a line. There was Lee, and then there was a line, then there was Charlie. And at the end, there was a bench. And that bench was Lee's. And we used to go pay our respects to Charlie. And then we give a little bit of respect to Lee. And we sit on his bench. And we just take in what's going on. Uh, before we had kids, and we used to just sit there, taking. Um, it wasn't massively, you know, highly populated. It was still fairly um, un- untaken over, as such, or whatever way you wanted to. But we used to sit there and take it, and then a few years later, when we started doing this, and um, obviously things with Lee coming up with the the thing with the bench and. Uh, more bits and pieces coming out with about Lee and Danny and all that. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me that I I never knew Lee. I've never met him. I never knew him. Or, you know, I never went in his circles or anything else. Um, and I didn't know any of his family or anything else, but there was a connection and it was like, well, whatever I can do to bring that connection into the den now, because he was a Millwall fan, then we'd do it. And again, you know, Again, last year, crazy ideas. I said to you, I want to bring Lee into this. This is what I'd like to do. And you said, well, that's fine. I'll bring the reef to Danny, and then we can get the guys to to salute as they go past him. And I was like, okay, do you think that I think it was one of the best things, you know. I wanted their respect paid to them. Um, it was unbelievable. It was, you know, the, the, there are videos of it on, on, on the pod, social media, uh, TikTok and stuff where you can, you, there's a, 
uh, a video of Danny's missus film behind them. I think the only thing on that day which I, I remember for this year is uh, I need to open the, the fucking LED screens up a little bit earlier than you getting there. Um, <laughs> and then we have to fight with them to get them open. <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't know that, you watch the video now, you can see camera angle of me suddenly realising, oh, gonna, how are you getting out? You're not getting out. You're not going to be climbing over these things. So um, it would be, a, a, um, yeah, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be right to do that. But no, I think um, we're going to do the same this year. Um, massive shout out to Husky. Um, bit of an exclusive on this one. Um, I don't even know, you know, who knows and whatnot. Husky has... Um, kindly donated 10 spaces of their box on Saturday. Um, in that box are some ex, um, I think, Iraq veterans, um, another war veteran from, uh, I think we got, you know, um, uh, another service, we say, a veteran from um, a couple of army, another service, um, and we've got some Falkland veterans in there. Um, we've got a Falklands government representation to the UK who was over the moon and so pleased that we're remembering the Falklands on this, our Remembrance Day, um, that they're coming um, because obviously we've done the, we got the badge designed where you pick the winner um, and, and that badge. So if there are a limited edition of these badges, uh, we will post images um out across our social media so you can see it but they are limited so you need to get to the den early to to get one um if you can't make the den then just get in touch with me through dm or something can i put you in touch with a person who potentially can can mail them out to you um but they are limited so you need to do that double quick um before saturday um ideally um but and then you and sam are going in the box um, yeah. you carried the queen on her last journey, and I think the other side, of the, the other side of the gun carriage was Sam. Yeah, so, and yeah, you, you and Sam um, get to join Husky and their guests on on Saturday, which I think is a fantastic gesture. Um, if I'm honest, again, you know, I chanced my arm earlier this year um, with John and that, and I, I know a few of them from there. Met a few of them, just chanced my arm and said. Would you be up for doing this? And uh, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, absolutely, we would. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that'll be good to watch the game in in comfort. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, and go from there. Um, we're remembering Lee again, like we did last year afterwards. Um, in our way, this year I've possibly got someone who's going to lay Lee's uh, reef who served with Lee. Um, on the bench who served with Lee uh, in Iraq um, and part of his company. Um, so I think that would be nice and touching um, and, you know, possibly have a few words like we did. But last post, um, yeah, I might even hopefully have his uh, Danny's wife sing um, the national anthem um, before we do the last post because um, I think that's quite nice. That little bit's a, a, a bit more... Not in your face. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up here now. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I, people say to me, you know, it's done. And me and Mel, 
don't do this for us. It's me and Mel look at this in the same way that you looked at, you know, you were doing it. It's a, me and Mel look at this as a, this is our responsibility of doing it for every Millwall fan around the world. We do it on their behalf. And every year we want to make sure that we raise as much money as we can. And we make sure that we put on the best possible sign of respect we could do. Um, and I think we do that every year, but it's only possible with people like you, Bomber. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, 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 I go there because a, a Millwall fan, but b just to have the free beer and free food. I know. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you never buy a drink, though, do you? Have you ever, ever in any any of the last six years? Right. Gone there on those days, have you ever brought a beer or is there always a beer being put in your hand? Even afterwards, when you go to the pub, and I'm not going to mention the pub, but you go to the pub. Every time I try to, I get told, you put your hand in your pocket to go and buy a pint, I want to kick your head in. And I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> just I remember I want- that. <laughs> Sometimes that I go and get first year. Remember the first year when we went, yeah, when we went yeah. to the pub? We're not going to, I'm not going to mention it for you because obviously there are idiots out there with my watches. If you know, you know, and ask you on a day, you'll tell them. Or ask me on a day, and I'll tell you where they yeah. are. If you want to go buy them a beer, that's fine. Um, but we're not going to do it on here. The first year we were there, we were all there. There was loads of us. And um, and they were buying you drinks up here at the club. And then we went to the pub. And um, and <laughs> a certain Millwall boy who's um, very well known, should we say. They're very well known um, in the right circles. And... You went, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, my turn now, come on, I'll buy you a drink, bro. And literally this guy switched, didn't he? He just went, yeah. um, happy for you to switch. And he went, you put your hand in your pocket, I'm going to kick your fucking head. Your money's no good in here. And it was literally, pop. and it was like, ah. Oh. And then you went, you went, no, no, seriously, let me buy you a drink. And he went, I'm not going to tell you again. Your money means nothing in this, in this pub. We're looking after you, you're our guests, all of you, and we look after you. And fuck me, they did though, didn't they? They fucking got you boys pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's 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 such it's so humbling, you know. We we don't do it for you know for people to buy us beer or whatever. You know, that that's a nice part of it, but it, it's just it's just having that interaction with people and 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 you know, we 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 all have this co- a common common connection. A common goal is is one is um, the club and country, and because we've all got that connection, we we just all seem to get on, and and everyone just seems to love the armed forces, which is massive at the den anyway, where everyone everyone really shows us re- respect, and you know we we try and show that respect back, and and we we just love coming up. Just love coming up. Every it's the highlight of my calendar every year. Well, it's the uh, it's your pre warm up, isn't it, for the senator or well, the senator? Yeah, yeah. Uh, senator. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no. How's that? How, how how's how's that? And how's your prep for that? I mean, you obviously you're you're training for that now as well, aren't you? Yes. So the, the navy, um, we we start three weeks before, uh, and that encompasses doing the. Um, the 
field remembrance on Thursday next week, which is outside of Westminster Abbey, where everyone sees all the poppies uh, on on the crosses. Uh, That's on the Thursday. And then rehearsals at the Royal Albert Hall for the Festival of Remembrance on the Friday for the um, shows on on the Saturday. That's always... uh, You're there, yeah? Yes, yeah. Is it? Because I've watched that since I was a kid, right? I've watched that every year since I was a kid. And it's very, very emotional when those poppies fall from the sky. Oh, yeah. How was it being there? So I remember the first time I ever went there about 12, probably about 14, 15 years ago. And you always look on the telly and you go, uh, you know, the Albert Hall's massive. Oh, it's not. It's a lot smaller, a lot intimate than you think. Uh, it's quite tall, but you can hear a pin drop, and all, you, and you can literally hear the the poppies as they come down. They're they're going like this, and you can literally hear the wind. And it's it's an incredible place. It, the atmosphere is just electric. It, it's an amazing place to be at to 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 be there on that Saturday. Um, and 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 to witness all the stories and the, and the people that are there and the uh, even the performers, um, it, you know, and there's some big big names that they're, they're truly truly humble to be there, and it, it's it, the, the same feeling I get every year when I go back and do the the um, the festival remembrance is exactly the same as when I was there as first time in. 2008 2009 whatever it was when I was there can't can't even remember um and yes we do that also at the same time happening is the Lord Mayor show so the Navy are marching through that so the, the team splits into two and there's only six or seven of us seven of us in the team so so we 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 split um into two and then uh then we all come together as everyone so the people who are at the Royal Ab all on the Saturday and the ones at the Lord Mayor show on the Sunday, they all come together and they are all at the Cenotaph on the Sunday in, in Whitehall. Um, and that's just, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, it, it's incredible to be a part of. This is my 10th tenth, tenth year of being at the Cenotaph this year. Uh, not in a row, but over a few, over years of, um, of me working in this job. Um, that is... A very, very, very special parade to do, um, and it, it, it's going to be going to be a, a different one this year, a strange one. Um, getting used to it's the first time we've got to sing the national anthem of "God Save the King." The first time the King's there for this one, so this, this is going to be a very special one for me. So it's my tenth one and the first one with the King. Did it incredible? Yeah, that's the oh. scene that you don't. You don't realise um, that yeah, you keep you keep sort of forgetting, don't you, that it's it's not the Queen no more, it's the King. But yeah, we're um, we're see. Well, we've been on an hour, mate. I think we probably we we'll probably have to do another one with you and and the boys after the event um, yeah. with some of the able sailors and say seamen on. Um, I don't know why I just got pugwash in my head then, but yeah, don't, don't, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Able seaman and master baits and all that, even though yeah. it wasn't, there wasn't a master baits allegedly, but yeah, something else, but yeah. Roger the um, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, the banter on the group tab, we're not going to go anywhere near that sort of level. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but the hierarchy, sorry, just quickly before we do, the hierarchy within the military is unbelievable. I mean, we've got a new guy this year, Dave, who's um very senior officer in the army. And he says, jump on that group. And they say, how high? No, one, no one's met him yet. But literally, they know his rank. No one's met him. <laughs> and he just goes, and everyone's in line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <fuck> <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't listen to you fuckers, mate. I didn't join the military. I fucking know. Uh, I mean, I can't do an authority, mate. People tell me to do so. I have to do the opposite just to fucking piss them off. Um, but, I'll tell you what, yeah. mate, we jump even higher when Mel goes. Yeah, me and you both, mate. <laughs> yeah, me and you both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we, we, we cut that bit right out of the show because we can't, we can't let her know that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but look, I'm proud to call you a pal, mate, because you you are a you're you're a good lad. Um, you do fucking untold amount of work. You work your bollocks off, considering um, that you know outside of wartime, the military should have an easy life. To be fair, but you do um, work the bollocks off. Uh, I've had many um, many an evening of drinking with you boys um, and drinking port as well with your fucking strange games and. Your strange dinner rules, and that was, um, yeah, that was interesting many years ago. Christ, that was six years ago as well, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the the rules around pulp, and yeah, one day we'll probably have to do one. I think one day we'll have to do a live show, and we'll do it while drinking pulp. Where you know maybe come down to Portsmouth and see you boys, and we we'll just do a show with a few of you boys, a live one as such, and and we just continue see how long we can go with drinking pork before we just start talking <laughs> oh, bollocks <and> <laughs> um but yeah here's for the next six years um of making this bigger and better and listen we only do it for you guys um you know Millwall fans as a whole uh we're lucky enough to be in a position where we can do this hopefully you enjoy it hopefully you appreciate um that we are doing it for you guys um and yeah we we're hoping this year will be bigger and better than it was last year in in some instance um and we just look at getting forward more and more so um so yeah there's a few different things we're doing this year so if you're in the boxes make sure you bring your wallet if you're in the exec lounge make sure you bring your wallet and if you're um walking around then uh yeah make sure you bring your wallet um the stand will be near the first bar underneath kitcheners um and also we'll have people on the gates uh if you're a whole fan listening to this we'll have people in the whole end um collecting you i think we raised about 28 grand last year um and i think we want to smash it this year if we can Twenty-nine thousand would be lovely um but since we took over, uh, Mel running it, because obviously it used to be someone else would run it from the British Legion, and then we took full control in 2016. Um, Christ. And since then, we've um, we've smashed year on year. Can you believe it? Well, I think it was probably, I think the first year we raised about six grand, didn't we? Six and a half grand, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and now we're talking last year, we raised oh, 28, 20, 28 odd grand. So, yeah. 
Um, card meters this year, none of that. One pound, three pound, five pound. Um, you can pretty much tap as much as you want. Um, so if you want to give 10, 20, 30, 50, you know, you want to buy stuff and you want to use card, we've got card machines will take unlimited card payments. Just make sure the card's your own. Um, <clears throat> and what else have we got? Um, we've got about 38, 40 service personnel when I was meant to have 25. I think it was 23, 24, something. Yeah. Like that. And then, yeah. So, yeah, you boys stitched me up a little bit and got me told off by Mel. Um, but hey ho, it is what it is. Um, right. You've been listening then to a meat bomber. I don't know if that's probably the best title um, to put across social media. <laughs> meet the bomber. Um, could get me a lot of hits. Did I ever tell you when I, when when we'd done the D Day seventy five uh, parade in in South Sea down in Portsmouth, the yeah. president of America come across. So we were doing the rehearsals and everything, and and I put on Twitter, oh, in uh, doing the D Day seventy five. Next thing, I get tapped on the shoulder. Two Secret Service people, because my Twitter handles Bomber Mills. They thought, hang on, there's some kind of bomber here. So yeah, I had uh, I was on a uh, Secret Service watch list, <laughs> all because of my nickname. Yeah, tell them why you called Bomber. So the, the the Navy, well, pretty much most of the military. If you've got a um, uh, your surname, um, we, we don't ever call each other by surnames. Uh, it's always by nicknames. So with the surname of Mills, uh, back in the First World War, was the little hand grenade shaped like a like a, a pineapple, and it was called the Mills bomb. Um, so anyone called the name of uh, Mills gets called Bomber Mills. There we go. We're going to tell him what your real name is, so we're going to keep that nope. secret. <laughs> <laughs> if you see him, ask him his real name and see if he tell you. But he probably won't. Um, mm. I don't even know it. No, I do. Um, and I'm not going to tell you because uh, he's bigger than me and he's got big guns. Um, I think that's pretty much it, mate. Um, we will do a show afterwards because there's a lot of the Navy boys and all that lot will want to come on. Um, we'll probably do something um, next week, maybe maybe Saturday, maybe next week, I don't know. But we'll sort something. And, um, yeah, thank you very much for giving up um, an hour or so of your highly valuable time um, preparing. Uh, you can go back to packing now and, and getting ready for the trip up here tomorrow. Um, I mean preparing for all these ceremonies you've got coming. <laughs> yeah, back in the office early morning. But, Mick, can I just say, hey, thanks for uh, having me on. Really, really appreciate it, giving me the time. Um, and uh, thanks to uh, every single Millwall fan um, who I encounter and see around the den. Your, your uh, generosity um, in, into the into the poppy buckets is is phenomenal. Um, and we hugely appreciate it, and and just just thank you. Do you remember the first year? Yeah, when the guy come and took a poppy off you, one of the little yes. cardboard poppies, yeah. and he gave you best part of what about fifty quid or something he put in the yeah. pot, didn't he? And you were like, um, "Oh, do you want some change?" And he went, "No." And you were like, 
some bloke just put 50 quid in the pot. And then as that went on, that just happened more and more. But like yeah. over the years come forward. But yeah, it's, I, yeah, people slag us off. But there's no one better than Millwall fans. There's no yeah. one better than Millwall fans standing, you know, in your corner. Um, and we're probably one of the only only teams in the country that we don't really give a shit who you are, what you are. But once you come through those gates, you're, you're Millwall. Um, and for that 90 minutes, you're Millwall. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's it from us. Um, third time of trying this. Bomber will come up with another story in a minute and go, oh, hang on, let me do <laughs> this one. Um, if you like this, then... Um, Make sure you subscribe and you will see um, the rest of um, the bits when we do them on on YouTube or even on the podcast. Uh, We will be looking at putting some more shows uh, next week. Um, We are going to be the only place where you're going to be able to hear these boys. They do, um, hopefully, I think most of them do only talk to us. you might hear them elsewhere, but you'll always hear them first here. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Um, massive respect to you, um, sir. Looking forward to seeing you. Two more two more sleeps. Um, and then it is. Looking forward to my um, double-double on Saturday morning for breakfast. Um, and, yeah, all we need now is to make sure Mill will get the win. And please... Fucking hell. Sorry, I've got I've got to end on this. Please, please, okay. I know Millwall players listen to this. Okay. Please do not score within the first three to four minutes because it will be carnage. We nearly had it last year. We nearly did, yeah. Nearly had it last year. And oh fuck. Um so yeah, it's most of the stewards now go. You can see him look going, get off, get off, get off, get off, and they just now go, just do what you want, bomber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we. The club's official line is, get off quickly. But we do what we do because we can. Um, let's let's just leave it like that. Uh, no. Again, massive appreciation to Mel. Um, you are a fucking. Hero, mate, in, in all our eyes. What you do for the club, out the way of everyone's looks and gazes and everything else, is phenomenal. What you do with Poppy, what you do with fans um, up against it, what you do for people um, through Hoff, through Raise Money, with other people, drilling people to do stuff, organising people, second to none, and you are a fucking superstar. Um and also all the other people who have done stuff for the armed forces and that, you know, John Davis, Lee Evans, getting that bench, sorting everything out there. Massive shout out to Husky, um, who do a lovely chocolate, if you can find anywhere what sells it. Um, yeah, that's it from us. Um, we could be chatting all night, mate. Um, there's loads more stories, but you're going to have to come back next week when we get some of the more some of the other soldier guys and all that on and uh, and we'll do a couple of purely military podcasts and, and listen to some of their stories and banter. Um, and just keep watching. Thanks very much for watching. That is it. This is the real end now. We are fucking ending no more. 
Uh, I've muted him. He can't speak anymore, thank fuck. Uh, and you're probably bored of me already. So, look, get across socials, follow us at Millwall Pod. Um, we do really need your support on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe um, because it helps us open up more doors and gets us in more people's faces. So, that's it. Remember, Saturday, get there early um, and bring lots of change, bring lots of money. And if you want those Falkland badges, you need to get in quick. Um, so, yeah, thanks very much. That's it. Um, God save the Queen, or sorry, and God save the King. God save the King. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.